Cousin Internet, it's me, Cousin Todd, with Mama's Comedy Show. And with me is Cousin James. Hello. How you doing, James? Good. You know, it's, uh, my voice, yes, I, <clears throat> I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's allergies. The weather change. Or, it's just like my upper register is gone. So you can't sing in falsetto? Yeah, well, it's just that mixed voice, like when I'm like, hey, James. Oh, you're telling lies. Yeah. Oh. I love you yeah, too. when I'm like, I love you too. I can't even do that. <laughs> I can't even do the joke. Uh, how was your week? Oh, very busy as usual. I yeah. went to Ayapa today. That was cool. Yeah, did you see anything cool? Oh, yeah. I took a picture with Big Bird. Oh, I saw. Oh, it's like a dream come true. Um, it was amazing. I think it would be funny to have like a Muppet themed room, but yeah. like the theme is, no, I mean like the theme is you're a hunter who has hunted down no, Muppets. You stop talking right and now. And you have like a cookie monster bear skin you rug. You stop talking <laughs> right now, you Bert, asshole. Bert and Ernie. I hate you. Um, no, it was really cool. IAP is the international theme park, whatever, amusement park. Yeah, uh, I used convention. to work it every year. It, it's, it's literally like somebody saying, let's build a, a room full of crazy shit and just let adults come in and go nuts. And it was. It was so great. We got to ride a, a roller coaster inside, and I'm thinking, okay, so the inside roller coaster, inside the convention center, you know, we think, oh, it's set up for a demonstration. It was awesome. I, uh, it was crazy. Not, not to, to make you feel weird about that, <sighs> I was working there the year when one of those broke, and a girl almost had her leg pulled off. Holy shit. Yeah. It was one of those, like, bungee jump into a net thing, oh. and um, it, the net did not catch her. Oh, and I guess it faulted in a couple different ways, and <laughs> so she, that probably didn't get sold. Oh my god! Like it was on the news, and I remember like I was working in a different booth. I was performing as like a robot, uh, and yeah. you know, just doing like comedy bits and stuff. And then all of a sudden, everyone gets real quiet, and I was like, "Ooh, Ooh. no!" The one we went on was really cool. It was like it had four pods that four people each could sit in and it was on a track they were together but then as it went through the track each pod spun independently so it's kind of like the one over in dino world at, at the other place you know dino world yeah you're the, the dino land area in oh okay um but it wasn't as like that one for some reason is jarring and freaky this one it was like i was scream laughing it was so much fun hello probably because it's just newer technology yeah, and smoother greater yeah it was it was really fun and then all the um the different uh, food things are there too. So. Oh yeah, that was the best part about working that Beaver show. Tail. is when you're on break. Yeah, yeah just yeah. going down to like that food, food section uh-huh. where they're like, "Hey, here's our pizza that we're offering to yeah, sell." Yeah, yeah. You know, and and well, I guess we were it's there. all free samples. Mm-hmm. It's like going to Costco on a Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, totally was. We were there, I guess, today on the last day. So like the hot dog on the stick booth was out of their food, so they just had their lemonade, which was fine. But yeah, some of the vendors. I mean, mostly I'd say good eighty percent of it was all sweet. Yeah. So it was like fried uh, donuts and um, uh, cotton candy and lots How of ice cream. How often do you think they change their oil? Because like in when, the convention? No, but I'm just oh. like if you have one of those, if you're at a fair and you oh, yeah. and you do Probably those each city, right? I mean, I know when I made that um, uh, flaming hot Cheeto, yeah, uh, chicken Thing. fingers uh-huh. that. Like, even just that one meal, right? my oil when I was done was just like... Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. And I know you can use it again. Yeah. I just don't know what that... Oh, you know what I want? 
a car that runs on it? No. Because I know somebody who has one. His it, car then, smells like french fries. Yeah, exactly. I've, awesome. I've heard people talk about that. that yeah, their it's awesome. car smells like french fries. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's awesome. But. Except, you know, when you're picking a girl up and you're like, hey, come to my french fry mobile. Are you kidding? <laughs> if she's the right girl, she'd be all for it. Yeah, or I guess it would hide farts. <laughs> yes, excellent, excellent. Except for the sound. Like, more french fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my engine. Uh, what was the, the Simpsons episode where Homer would fart in the car? He was a used car salesman, and he would fart in the car oh, and turn up the radio to try to cover up the smell. <laughs> <laughs> eh, Homer. Ugh. The one thing I was surprised about today, though, was that they have all the um, the toy companies for people to buy for fair games and whatever for, like, prizes you know yeah but then today was the last day so we're going around and looking at all different things we're like are you selling these today and nobody was selling any of them it was really weird like i've worked conventions before too and on the last day it's like you want to get rid of everything you you don't want to pack it up yeah exactly but yeah none of those toy people like not a single thing nobody was selling anything one of the companies that i was working for they sold these um they used to be huge like back in the day, but Your they testicles? were these. No, those are always huge. Oh. It's my penis that's small. True. Um, but the uh, no, they they the technology behind those bouncing balls mm-hmm. that when you'd bounce them, the two They'll LEDs would flash. Uh-huh. It's the guy that owned the patent on those. Oh, sweet. And he would first of all, like really great guy, um, super super wealthy, but super chill and very approachable. Mm. But he would just take a box of those balls. That, that light up when you bounce them. He would go to the airport with like a regular plane ticket mm-hmm. and he would just stand there at the counter and just kind of bounce the balls until they would look at it. He'd go, oh, do you want this? Oh, Here, cool. here's a box of them. And they would upgrade them to first class. And it was like, it's 25 cents that he spent on yeah. that. You can up, if you play it right, you can upgrade to first class if you um, mention that you work at Universal and have your comps on you. Oh, really? Well, when we used to have paper comps, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that buys a lot of stuff. Well, you can when I worked for at, wigs, oh, when I worked at Bushwick Gardens, they would give us free beer every month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. And that. since I don't and drink, SeaWorld. I would just save it. Yeah, and I would have a parties. stack of it, yep. and well, not just parties, but if I need to get my oil changed or yep. new brakes put on my car. Yep. Oh shit! My brother's birthday is next week. That's what I usually do. Is I put a give him beer. Yeah, I put a case of beer on his doorstep because he lives a block from me. So oh. it's like happy birthday, good morning, beer. <laughs> <laughs> beer. What kind of beer do you get your brother for his birthday? We can tell a lot about him by the kind um, of beer. He likes highlight. I don't know what that is. It's like a. It's a. I think it's local, but it's like almost like a craft beer. But oh, okay, yeah. Oh, they're gonna be like Miller Lite, and I was like, oh, you're putting that in front of his trailer. <laughs> no, 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 no. My brother's my. It's it's weird. I, he's my little brother, and I always oh, Miller Lite. Yeah, because that's him. what we sell here. Because <laughs> uh, it's cheap, right? I always think of him as eight years old, so it's odd that he's, like, grown with a family. And my nephew's birthday is actually Sunday. He's going to be six. So it's very strange that my brother's, like, a grown-up. But to me, he's always going to be my little brother, you know? Yeah. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, 15 of my family members have birthdays in November. It drives me crazy. I just saw my grandma for her birthday. And she was – my grandmother is in an advanced state of dementia, bedridden and blind and can't talk. That's terrifying. Yep. Um, that's like that. That's it's like, a, a, it's like your own personal nightmare. That's but what if that's the greatest thing in her life? Mm. Like what if that because she doesn't have to take care of anybody. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember getting to this conversation with my ex where she's like it during the Terry Schiavo thing. Oh yeah. Do you guys are you guys old enough to know Terry Schiavo? Beth is. Terry Schiavo. Oh, okay. You don't know who that is. So it was this girl. 
who the right for yeah right she was for, yeah. she was in an accident or, or or something happened and she was incapacitated and she was in hospital and she was clinically brain dead and it was just machines keeping her alive and her husband said you know we've talked about this and she Let didn't want to be yeah. she didn't want to be hooked up to a machine and her parents were like nope we want you to keep her alive and it turned into this big huge uh, battle uh, supreme court yeah, yeah over you know the the right um, to yeah i don't know how the what i think that's what the i think that's what the argument was was who who's, who's next to kenya yeah. yeah. um but like around that time I think everyone who was in a relationship with Had someone was like, well, yeah. listen, if if this happens, this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. And my, my thing was, yeah, keep me alive. And she's like, <laughs> but like, what if what if you're brain dead and it's just, you know, pudding in your head? And I was like, what if that's the greatest feeling in the world to be yeah. pudding head, have oatmeal <laughs> brains like that could be well, uh, thing- so good. And she's like, well, what about the cost and the expense? What about what it does to me? And I said, I don't have to deal Fuck with you. it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got pudding in my brain. My gra- Well, she's in a really she's in a great private home where there's only like six people in the home and there's around the clock nurses and, you know, a whole staff. Um, but she's more cognizant in the morning if you go and visit her and she'll laugh and she'll try and talk with you and she'll react to you talking. I don't trust those nursing homes. It's not a nursing home. It's a private home. And it's private care. What's but, the difference? Um, it's not a facility. It's a private home. but it's Like it's someone's house? It's a house that is run. How many people live there? Six. Okay. And nurses? Yes. Around the clock. So are the nurses part of the six? No. So there's six like patients, I guess you could say. Right. Six residents. That's, and what, that's one, what they're called. One creepy nurse who's gonna diddle them when they're sleeping. <laughs> no, there's there's three ladies and they um they do round the clock shifts and um they're all Haitian. They're all very sweet. The house is very clean. Um, you know, and they take care of her and my grandfather visits every day and we go and visit when we can and the kids come and she reacts to them and you can tell she knows when you're there and yeah. she still has her laugh, which is always going to be my grandma to me. Right. So. My my grandfather was in his 90s, and he was, like, out working in the cornfield the day before he was going in for a scheduled, um, like, a, a, what is that, heart, heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, or a bypass. Yeah. And while they were doing the surgery, they were like, oh, we're going to do, like, a quadruple bypass. Wow. Instead, like, they, did, they made that call while he was open. Wow. And then he ended up having a stroke. Yeah. And he, he was in the hospital for months yeah. before he eventually went. Yeah. And I remember going up there to see him, and he was in and out. Like, sometimes you would see that that's him, mm-hmm. and then other times you're, you're like, that's just a TV. A body, yeah. That's a, that's a TV that's turned off sitting yeah. on that chair and um, or in that bed. And um, at one point, because he was wearing a diaper. Yep. And it, well, he kept sticking his hand down the back of his diaper and we were like, Grandpa, stop! Like pulling him on his arm, like like he's a kid. Like don't touch, yeah. no, 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 yeah. don't, t- yeah. don't touch that. And what it was was he was mid poop and couldn't get it to break off. Oh my god! So he, so he like while we're sitting there telling him, no, 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 no. He's like, get me a stick so I can break it off. <laughs> and, oh my god! And then he he sat there and he had that kind of tune out where he was like just gone. Yeah. And then like a minute later, he said, "Someone call the sheriff. I'm defecating in public." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Huh, that's uh, funny. What is the uh, um, the the scariest experience that you've been through? 
Oh gosh, um, car accidents or uh, oh oh no! Actually, when I was um, having my son, I had my son naturally, so I yeah. had a midwife. We were in a birthing center out of your vagina. Yeah, yeah, okay. in my vagina. Um, I was in labor for twenty hours, and um, it, the reason it was so long is because he had shoulder dystocia, which means the head and shoulder was coming out at the same time. So instead of the head coming and then the shoulders following, it was like your vagina was a door that was sealed closed, <laughs> and he was in an action movie trying to break it out totally, with his shoulder. Totally, totally. Um, and then when he, when I finally got in the, a good position to get him out, he tore some things. Um, yeah. But because he was in distress, that coming, hurts my balls. He was coming out that way. I was telling you, he was in yeah. distress. His cord was wrapped twice. Yeah. And so when he finally did come out, he was in distress and he pooped on his way out, which is a big issue too because right. it's. It's a, a plus you're bleeding. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's Open stuff and poop. Exactly. Yeah. Doing mm, into you. Yeah, this conversation. So his cord was wrapped twice, and there was a kink in the cord, so they had to work on him. But then, as they were working on him and working on me at the same time, um, I was hemorrhaging, so right. I was very close to bleeding out, basically. Um, and I was in and out of consciousness um, because it had been so long, and I was so right. tired. And, and I where was, was this? I this was at a birthing was... cottage. I wasn't at a hospital, okay. yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which literally was two minutes down the road right? because it was in Winter Park. But my midwife was really, really uh, like she was like in survival, like tactic mode. She was, yeah. you know, I'd be a terrible midwife because I would be screaming the entire time. <laughs> it she was probably going to die. It was crazy because her assistant was working on Xander. He was fine because they gotten him taken care of. But then, like, I was in and out of consciousness and they were holding smelling salts under my nose. And all I could see was a literal river of blood. And doo doo coming out of me. Well, you don't see that. Um, and then there's video of uh, Keith Xander's dad being handed Xander to hold him for the first time. Yeah, and he's white as a ghost. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was in the room with me when I had actually gave. Did they birth. clean him off first, or they? Oh, no, like... he was wrapped. Yeah, he was all in, in, in blankets and everything. Here's um, your doo doo blood, baby. <laughs> you're an asshole. Um, and then uh, and then there's uh, video of my uh, god sister holding Xander, and you can see. Keith in the background pacing on the phone with his parents and going, yeah, they can't get her stop and they, they can't get her bleeding to stop. Is there a and video it was like, of the birth? No. Nobody was in the room other than the midwife, me, and Keith. So, okay, so my ex and I, when we were trying to have a baby, we had this conversation and she said, I want to do a natural birth. And I was yeah. like, that's fine. You can do that in a hospital. You can say you, you can, do it. but it's much. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on you to use and, medical intervention in a right. hospital. That, that's fine. You can mm-hmm. throw all the pressure you want. And my thing with her is because we have a friend who did that. We mm-hmm. have a friend who did a natural birth in a hospital, mm-hmm. and um, and my ex was like, "I want to do that too." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, I am a hundred percent in support of you doing this." Mm-hmm. But I also want you to know if at some point you think I need pain medicine or I need something. Don't feel like that's a failure mm-hmm. because if you feel like you need that, mm-hmm. go for it. Don't you're, you don't have to prove anything. Right, right, right. right. I get and it. And she wanted to do the midwife yeah. like in a house. Yeah. And I was like, that's so scary because like that well, your situation is, nothing, alone. Nothing about my situation would have changed in a hospital. It no, was the way my body was. But you would have been at a hospital with a better facility where no. they might have been able to no. make you stop bleeding nope. faster. It had nothing to do with that. It wasn't It wasn't anything a hospital could have done. It was my body. And the way to get your body to stop bleeding after you give birth is to massage your uterus. And that's all you can do. Right. There's nothing you can go in surgically and do medically. But I'm, I'm saying they can give you a clotting agent. They can do... It's like... Nope. What is that, that movie, that. The Business of Being Born? Um, but that's not something you can do when you're giving what birth. What am I doing? Hold on. I don't know. Hello? Check, check, check. Um... So the, no, you can't do that. In the, the in the the business of being born, do you know the movie I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, because my midwife was actually part of it. Right. Okay. So 
uh, my ex showed me that movie to talk about how bad the medical industry is yep. and and um it's not bad it's just it's one-sided and they don't give everybody all the facts I, see like i don't like again that documentary didn't either here's the thing was if with you being a guy right do you feel like you would have more control over the situation in a hospital no but i feel like there are more people like i same thing with a midwife i'm not going to jump in throw mm-hmm. my elbows in because I don't know what I'm doing, right. but I have more trust in a building that's dedicated for that, uh, as opposed to someone whose bathtub you're it's not, poop bleeding but in. But it's not. <laughs> and um, a, a midwife in a birthing house or birthing cottage is exactly right. the same and held to higher standards than a hospital is. Well, be, yeah, because it's fucking Insurance. lunatics. <laughs> um, but the, the thing that happened you know, people at people have been giving birth for years without I know, hospitals. I know. Okay. Yeah, but also our mortality rate has improved since we've been put doing no, hospitals. No, it has not. No, that's not no, true. No, it, it, it absolutely mm. has. That's one of the things in the movie that they say that I was like. But the cesarean rate can... has, the unnecessary cesarean right. rate has been in ridiculous. But I'm saying, but we survive more mm. than when you're, you're pooping out a baby in the woods. You um, don't poop babies out. They poop I, when I they come out. I know how that works. Your so butthole anyway. opens up. No, that's Optimus how Republicans Prime. are born. Um, so, um, but the, the thing in that movie that got me yeah. because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm giving this a shot. Then at the end of the movie, the woman who's filming the documentary has to be rushed to a hospital mm-hmm. because of complications. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you were in a hospital, you'd still have to be rushed to another room with another team. Going to another room is different than getting into an ambulance and going down the street <laughs> and, and dealing with traffic. Like, like I said, it's I'm an opinion for, thing. right. Yeah. And I'm for, if you want to do natural, that's fine. But, do, do it in the hospital just in case. Mm. It's like if I'm going to play, what's that, um, do you know Five Finger Filet? Uh-huh. If I'm going to play Five Finger Filet, I want someone who's going to be able to stitch my hand up when I fuck myself up. <laughs> or if I fuck myself so up. So you said, ask me what my scariest yeah. experience was. That was it. Or, you know, like I said, car accident when my, my son was in the car with me. wasn't It wasn't horrible, but it was still really scary because he was involved. And, right. Um other. And that's the thing that happens when you have, like, I don't have a child of my own. Yeah. So I, and I understand that's something that develops, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, like, like, who's the comedian that said that? Like, his friends that are like, you don't know. You don't have kids, so you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I don't get it. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's that thing. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it being terrifying. So what's your scariest thing that you've ever had? Um, I was running a birthing center. And... <laughs> I hate you. Um, no, uh, I, was, I was trying to think about this, too. I think the scariest thing that I've been through. Have you had like a, a near-death like car accident or somebody Ooh, attack yeah, you or I something? Yeah, but I was driving and I was stupid because I was like 16. It was your own fault? Oh, yeah, but it wasn't an accident. Mm. So it, it was when you're 16. You're invincible. You're immortal. Yeah, of course you are. Um, All 16-year-olds live forever. <laughs> I remember. Tony was with me. Mm, of course he was. And uh, Tony was... Where is he? I miss him. <laughs> Tony was... I talked to him today. He was in the backseat of my car. Our friend Jeff was sitting shotgun. And there was a car that was just... It was a two-lane road, uh, oncoming traffic, and mm. us. And the car that was in front of me was just going so slow for me as a 16-year-old who has places to be. And girls to do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm going... I'm going to go around this car. And then he did the dick move of speeding up, and I was like, no fucking way. So I gun it. I'm in oncoming traffic lane, gunning it. Trying to go around him. Trying to go around this car that's now competing with me. Tony in the back seat looks ahead and goes, car. And I see a car 
further up the road coming towards us, but I'm so like, don't slow down. no fucking way. I'm speeding up and I am going to my friend You're playing Jeff. chicken with this car. My friend Jeff, who was riding shotgun, was halfway out the window. Like he, he, he was going to leave. He, he was ready. I'm to leaving go. this situation. I think he was trying to grab hold of the car as we passed by, like thinking that that one would be yeah, safer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I swear I could hear paint scraping is how close I was to both of those cars. Um, oh, no. Uh, this, isn't, uh, this is a similar, similar story of me being stupid. Um, you were having sex with this girl. No. I was, uh, I was doing a dinner show at, at this theater called the Alhambra Dinner Theater. And um, it's, a, it's a reputable theater. Mm-hmm. And we did, um, I think we were doing Sound of Music. Like, Please tell me you were Liesl. I was Rolf. Of course you were. Um, and uh, I was uh, Rolf. Mm-hmm. Rolf in the show is different than Rolf in the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm very much so. In the, the movie, he turns them in. Mm-hmm. In the, the play, he lets them go. He hides them. Um, but uh, So I was actually there with my understudy at this um, arcade. It was like a, a laser tag arcade you know like fun spot sort of thing um we're just hanging out and as we're leaving there are two mustangs like one in front of me and one behind me so there's this long road that leads to a light and the mustang behind just leapfrogs around us Mm. so i was like oh okay it's leapfrog so i did it too i'm in like a geo metro (laughs) is it was literally a geo metro i love geos i thought they were cool and these two guys they these two mustangs we're friends with each other, and apparently they did not like the fact that their Mustang just got passed by a car that runs on a 9-volt battery. Um, French fry grease. So, so I turn out into traffic, mm. and they are, like, riding my ass. They're, like, coming Do up alongside me. Shit, yeah. um, so I did the whole, like, huh? Like, holding up my ear, and then, like, like, I, like I give myself the vapors, and I start blowing them kisses. The, these guys are getting so angry, and I'm laughing. It's because you're making fun of the size of their penises. And then I start weaving in and out of traffic as a Geo Metro. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the size of this table. It's a roller skate. And, uh, and they end up pulling onto the shoulders of the road to go past traffic. And then they're behind me. And I was like, oh, shit, these guys are serious. <laughs> Is this before, like, the days of gun road rage? Oh, yo, well, yeah, I guess so. Mm. This was, um, so I gun it. And I see that this you is something. You get up to 55 miles an hour. <laughs> this is something that I used to do to friends of mine because we used to play car tag when I was younger. Um, but I saw the light change to yellow, so I gunned it. Yeah. And I was like, gun, 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 gun. And they're like, well, they're not letting me beat them, so they gun it too. Mm-hmm. The difference is I stop at the red light mm-hmm. <laughs> like last minute. And they slide through, through the intersection. The oh, shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. These guys are really <laughs> angry. So I turned down a side street. Go to McDonald's. A, and then another side street. And a, a friend of mine lived in this subdivision. And I didn't know my way around. It was like a real confusing subdivision. I was like, all right, I don't know my way around that well, but probably better than these guys. Mm. So I start making like left, right, left. They're the, following you through the subdivision? The, yeah. The guy who is my understudy is shitting his pants in the car, and I'm just Was focused. he giving birth? Almost. Yeah, okay. Um, I, tr- I make a right turn, cul-de-sac. Oh, shit. And so I, and I talked to the guy, the guy that I was with afterwards. As soon as he saw a cul-de-sac, he's like, 
that car has a or that house has a car in the driveway. I'm gonna run up to that house, start banging on the door, and I was the opposite. I was like, no, I can drive through that lawn, <laughs> and and um, but the two I get around that fence. Uh, the two Mustangs pulled and blocked the oh, intersection facing each other. Of course. So I gunned it, and instead of going through the a yard mm-hmm. like I thought, I was like, I think I can fit this. Oh shit! I think I can squeeze. You inspect your gadget. That shit. They were already out of their cars, walking like they thought they had me, uh. and I gunned it between their cars, and I slid. I have never slid a car before, and I remember as I'm sliding, you hydroplaned a geostorm on a geometric. Oh, geometric. As I'm as I'm sliding, I go up on two wheels, and this is the thought that pops into my head: If my car rolls, are these guys still going to kick my ass? <laughs> I would have been, uh, this is how I die. <laughs> and then I, I went to the theater, and uh, that understudy never got to go on for me. But Because he was, he was petrified the, in um, his pants. The stage manager was like, hey, Todd, if you're going to kill yourself, don't do it with the understudy in the car with you. <laughs> and like, dude, that was my plan all along. I was like, how dare you get an understudy for me? I'm the star. Oh, my God. Uh, um, but I guess, I, I don't think I've had anything like... Um, that's just like male ego stupidity. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. And that's something I, I feel like a lot of guys do grow out of that. Like, I've grown out of that in the sense, not the laughing at people. Oh, no, not at all. Like, if I'm in traffic and I see someone throwing a tantrum, that is funny. Yeah, it like, is. Like, that's a really funny thing. And when people lose their shit. I had a dude try to throw a brick at me because I was laughing at him. <laughs> And it was the stupidest thing because he was driving his car and I was on his right. So he rolls down his passenger side window and tries to throw a brick through his passenger side. How'd that work out for him? It just like dropped on the other side of his car. And I just laughed harder. Is the stupidest the worst thing. thing to do to somebody when they're pissed off is to laugh. We used to do that with my mom all the time. My mom... She's a, a little woman. She's like 5'4", and all of us are taller than her, and we're all named uh, with the letter J. So whenever she would get mad at us, she'd go through the J, Jimmy, J, J, just like not, like, couldn't like say it, who she was pissed at, and we all go, J, 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 and then she would laugh. So she would stop, you know, she would get even more angry, but she would be laughing about it. And we'd all get around her because, again, she's 5'4", and I'm the, the shortest of my siblings at 5'7". My right. sister's 5'10", my brother's 6'2". So we'd all get around her and just, like, stare down at her and go, juj, juj. <laughs> That's like the... Uh, the poor woman's just so tortured. The joke where the, the kid gets she called to the principal's office. Mm. And the principal says, uh, what's your name? And he says, David. And the principal says, do you have a stutter, David? And he says, no, my dad did, but the guy who signed the birth certificate was an asshole. <laughs> that's funny you should tell that tonight um, that's funny but uh, <laughs> what, were, oh, what were we just talking about before that oh laughing yeah laughing at people so okay n- another same ex <clears throat> um, when she, we isn't she like technically your only ex because she's your ex-wife well ex-wife yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't like arguing and I don't like fighting like yeah I tend oh to, yeah I tend to shut down my ex wanted to fight with me all the time and he actually said to me in a screaming rage when he was like angry about yeah why won't you fight with me and I was like because I'm a grown-up and I know how to talk yeah listen when the cops show up it's not gonna be like, their knee in my back I was like I this is not like 
a normal adult right. thing to do. You're being a child. The um, which he liked even more. She was <laughs> she was yelling at me, mm. and I remember her just being in that that beet red mm-hmm. face. Oh, I think you've told this. Before. And yeah, the, that voice in the back of my mm-hmm. head that just went, "Don't, don't laugh, do don't do it." And the minute I heard that voice say, "Don't laugh," I just yep. started laughing. <laughs> yep. And the look that went on her face when I just kind of went. Bleh. <laughs> the look on her face was like I flicked her in the nose. Oh yeah, like, because there was like a stunned. Yeah, what the? F- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the time uh, my dog bit her. Oh yeah, you're telling me about that. Um, but oh, you, th- on the the argument thing, the mm-hmm. yelling. Mm-hmm. There's actually um, research that says we yell because we've evolved as a species not to learn from arguments mm. but to win arguments uh-huh. and that's why people are loud and they yell because mm-hmm. they have to be the loudest they have to be the final word which is so counterintuitive mm-hmm. for a species because you would think if you if you presented an idea that i disagreed with and we talk about it and then i go oh shit your idea is better that's better for everyone mm-hmm. as opposed to me saying no no my idea is better yeah well i mean i still yell at my children because for one they are usually tuned out into technology and i have to talk over youtube um and for two obviously if i say something five times and they're still not doing it they're stupid yeah. so i have to be louder right um louder with your fists you know you have to be louder um but yeah with with my ex as far as uh fights go i you know, he the final, like not final, but like the last fight we had, he it, I got to the point where I I just I screamed back at him. I was just at the point where I was yeah. like, "Motherfucker! If this is what you want, you're gonna see the rage." Yeah, and yeah, it got it got bad, and it was all through the house too. And I I felt bad because it was like two in the morning. His kids were home, mm-hmm. and he was like screaming at me in his bedroom. And then I c- went to leave, and then I went back to him, and I started screaming at him, and then he followed me out in the living room. And then we were at the front door, and then we went back in the living room. It was like. Yeah, oh, it was a fight. It was, and it it wasn't pretty. And I didn't like to see myself get to right. that point either. And, and no but one he does. made me not that he made me, but he brought me to that point. And right. that's when he finally just uh, got up and walked out one day when we were having lunch. I was like, I kind of felt relieved, and that's when I yeah. knew, okay, this is done. I think I think I there's also him. I told you I saw him yesterday. Yeah, you hid from him. No, I didn't hide from him. Oh, you mm-hmm. avoided him. It was the first time I'd seen him since. Um, um we I I. Went into a store and he was there with his kids and I just stayed on the other side of the store. I just avoiding him. Yeah, well, you know, I'm an adult. I, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I no, didn't I... need to go up to him and go, "Hi, asshole, remember me?" Uh, <laughs> if you did, will you please record? Uh, when you do that. It made me sad because the kids were there and uh, those kids were my kids for four years. Yeah, you know. No, obviously, yeah. That's... Um, and the... I I know also the the home life that they have with him and it's it's something right. I really wanted to help with. I think. Uh, something that's interesting in the way that we, the way that we fight. Uh, how wait? How long have you guys been together? Two years. When's your? When's it? Three years. So in August, just be, so, now two years. So okay, so two years. Do you guys fight? Yeah. yeah. You, do you yell? Fight? What was I? Right, without getting, without getting too. Too much into detail. What would you say is a common fight that you have? Here, come come closer. Both like both of you guys come closer. James and I are going to fix your relationship. Hmm, yeah, because I'm the <laughs> I'm the person to talk to about relationships. Here, here's, a ch- here's a chair. All right. Um, Although I have been dating lately, that's interesting. Mm. All right, so you got to get kind of right up on that microphone. So first of all, introduce yourselves. Hi, Rosanna. Rosanna. Rosanna Donna. 
Chris. Razana and Chris. All right, so without getting into too much detail, what was your, your last fight about? Uh, and like, unless it's something you don't feel comfortable. So who's going to wear the beanie? <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, yes. What? Yeah, the beanie, remember? I thought my beanies looked stupid. No, no, a real fight. I think it would have to be about the depression like and stuff. Oh, oh so, real. so it went real. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's usually how it is. But so, so that was my ex uh, suffered from depression. And the is like how I caught that. <laughs> um, that's a tough one because it, is it are you the one who has depression? Yeah. So that's the that's actually the to get real for a second. That's a, a difficult thing because it puts you in the situation of you. Yeah. It's not her fault. But yeah. also being affected by it. But it's also, and yeah. also not being able to help it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and yeah, that's something, fun. I mean, I was with someone for 13 years that that had depression. Because she was married to Todd. And it was, it was, I, you know, she told me that she had it six months into the relationship. And I was like, ah, damn it. It's like my leg is already in this trap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I tried everything before, like, I mean, I did the, let me constantly be here for you let me take you out let me be the distraction let me go buy you something let me Mm -hmm. uh and it took a really long time for me to realize there's nothing that i can do it has nothing to do and it doesn't and i would say sometimes like and this was where things fell apart for me is i got to the point where i felt like i was drowning Mm -hmm. and uh when we were opening treasure tavern so this tells you how long ago that was, because that show is, was a. Uh, it would have been nine this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we were opening that show during rehearsals. When I would call the rehearsals and send everyone home, I would stay to work on the sets and to work on whatever I wanted, just because I knew that when I went home, I would have that drowning feeling, and that wasn't fair to her mm-hmm. because I abandoned her essentially. Um, but also, I felt like I didn't know what to do. So the mm, yeah. I so what I would say is the next time and here's the other thing, the big no no, like you can never ever do this. You can never ever in the middle of a fight say, This is because of your depression. Mm. Oh yeah. That, yeah, uh, that, because that, at that, that point she's legally allowed to punch you in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> um and the other thing is <laughs> is this is something I got in trouble with before, <laughs> is uh so when uh when she would miss medicine like when she would miss a dose mm. you don't notice that right away it's no, usually it's, a couple days later mm-hmm. that that the imbalance is where it really affects her yeah. um, and it takes you days to get back in balance. right and and if in an argument if i could see that she was spiraling because you'll see these patterns of oh okay she's she's spiraling into something um if you say did you forget a pill it's like even asking if it's, a woman if she's on her period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's even though you may be right, you're then accusing her of making a mistake that's the cause of this. It's the it's the most difficult thing. So this is what I would say and I'll get James's take on this too. Communication is absolute key. 100%. Absolutely. But on both sides. If you are if you are getting into any fight where you feel like you want to yell, do the like timeout. Uh, like I would go to Subway. <laughs> That's what I would do. I would go to Subway. And now he owns a franchise. And I would eat a sandwich. <laughs> and because that 15 minutes apart 
is a big deal. The other thing is, <clears throat> and this is counterintuitive, and this isn't something I learned from that ex. This was a different ex later on. Even when you're upset, make some sort of physical contact. If it's a hand on her shoulder or a hand on her knee or if you put your hand on his back or on his shoulder or on his knee, any physical contact is better. Even though you're sitting in silence and you're angry, that physical contact is important because if you both are like, fuck you, I'm mad, fuck you, I'm mad, you're just building a wall between you. James, do you want to fix their relationship? Physical connection is is a huge (laughs) thing because, again, with this ex – when we would have fights, if if he would just stop and kiss me or hug me or take my hand or something, it was right. instantly like, oh, you're still here. You know, even though we're screaming at each other or he was screaming at me and I was getting defensive, it was like, okay, yes, this is happening, but you're still here. You know what I mean? Um, God, relationships suck, man. Yeah. And the whole dating yeah. thing sucks because <laughs> when you're in a relationship and you guys are having a hard time, it's like, fuck this, I'm going to leave. But then you're out of stuff, you're like, fuck it, I want it back. Scary yeah. world out here, the world is too big. Ah. It's like swimming in, it's like jumping into a pool when the water's cold. Yeah. Eventually it gets warm and you feel comfortable in the uh-huh. water, but the minute you get out, you're like, fuck, it's cold. It, yeah, was, yeah, it yeah. was nicer in the water. Yeah. And even if, I mean, obviously relationships break up and, and people move on. And if it's not right, you should not keep something going that isn't right. So I get that too. Obviously I just had that. Um, but it, it's so weird. I mean, you guys are young. Oh, my God, you're babies. And you think that you're grown up. That's so sweet. Um, <laughs> Maybe you should try having a kid. That's, when, that's yeah, yeah, that fixes everything. No, but when you're older, too, and I know I sound stupid. I sound like one of those old people. And you look back at what you've learned from your other relationships. You, Me? I'm 42. I mean, so I got that time behind me. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> so if you look back at the relationships that you had and, and what you've learned from, you know, all the things that you've experienced since, you're like, damn, I... I know where this went wrong or no, I, I know what I could have done better or, or what I could have given better or what I could have asked better. Communication is the biggest thing. Like I've had, I've been married twice and both marriages had the, commi- had the communication issue. And from the second marriage, I said, I told him from the beginning, communication is important to me. You have to be able to communicate with me. And he had a traumatic incident before we got married that shut him down. And when we started going into couples counseling because our marriage wasn't working because of communication, he realized that was a big issue, not only in our marriage, but in his entire life, his work life, his parent life, you know, with his parents. And once he kind of realized that, we realized it wasn't going to work. We're really good friends. You know, we still have our kids um, together and we're very good friends, better friends than we were a relationship. He realized probably from the beginning we shouldn't have been in a marriage because if he could have communicated instead of letting me drive everything and him not, you know, him just going along with it. We're getting married now. (laughs) You get ring now. It was pretty much that way. Um, It, it, you know, it probably wouldn't have happened. So stick with me, kids. (sighs) I'll teach you a few things. Yeah. Also, uh, know that, like, while we say this is the, this is a learning from our mistakes of things that we did wrong. You have to figure out what you do for yourself. Right. You have to figure it out. But also, you have to know when you're happy and when you're not happy and when it's time. Yep. That's what I was saying, yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that, too. Like I did. Like I, my crazy ex, James and I went out to dinner last night. crazy exes. Yeah, Todd and I are dating now. Yeah. We we went out to dinner last night uh, with one of my ex's ex who she dated yes. right afterwards. Yes. And like he's, he came he's over a, to my he's house. A great guy. Super really nice, guy. nice guy. I felt so bad when he started dating her. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, but yeah, he came over to my, like I, I've seen him a good handful. Of them. We're going out of the country together. Next yeah. Year. They're going oh, on a wow. trip to Japan. He's dating Todd now. Yeah. Um, 
but it was I remember like one of the first times we talked after they split up. Mm-hmm. I remember him saying like telling me some shit that he went through and I was like, "Oh, thank God that she's like, toxic." Yeah, thank yeah. but I was like, "Thank God because when something falls apart, after every relationship, I always ask, "What did I Internally, do wrong?" Absolutely. Like I do a self-assessment like, "What can I how can I fix myself for the next time?" Mm-hmm. Um, but what that one I was just like, it? "Yeah." I when he told me his shit, I was like, "Oh, thank God." She's Ooh. just batshit crazy. <laughs> it's all on her, not on so. me. Yeah. All right, well, you guys, how old are you? Twenty. Uh, Twenty. Yeah. Twenty. So yeah, I think a baby. I was married my first my first <laughs> wedding when I was nineteen. So I was married when I was about your age. And you know something different from that. with the younger generation now and they the, wait. Yeah, not yeah. only do they wait, they are not getting married. Yeah, and, they're just living uh, together. And millennials are not having children, right. which could be a problem. Oh, it's yeah. not that like all our friends yeah. like are getting married. We what, we had two friends who've known each other for, what two months and two they got months, yeah. hitched already. And getting married, two months. Yeah. And there's two married. sides of that. There's oh my god, you're insane, or there's when you know, you know, you know. So yeah. My mom yeah. got married to my stepfather three weeks after they met. Piss. I was 17. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah. they've been married for 22 years. You know. Oh wow. So. All right, we I the other show is wrapping up, so we need to wrap up. You know, live your life. You do you. All that bullshit. All right. Gotcha. So. Thank you guys for sharing your story. Thank you. We hope we counseling. We hope we we saved your your lives. Mama's counseling. Um, so so Mama's James counseling for when you need it. Yes. James. Yes. What did you learn tonight? I learned tonight I have a new nickname for you. What's that? Puddinhead. <laughs> and I learned something tonight too. Yes. That you pooped out a blood baby. I did. <laughs> All yeah. right, we're Mama's Comedy Show. We're here every Friday night at 10 p.m. Call 4736319851985 to make a reservation. Pooping out a blood baby in a bathtub with some uh, hippie. It was uh, a bathtub. <laughs> um, Just because you're in a birthing center does not mean you're in a bathtub. Uh, was, like, like I know it wasn't a bathtub. It was a, an inflatable pool. No, I was not. In a, it was not in water that you that you let your children play in. Yeah. Um, water. Call four zero seven three six three one nine eight five to make a reservation. Oh yes, two weeks from now oh, on yeah. the thirtieth. Speaking of dating, um, we are having our win a date with cousin Ali, mm-hmm. uh, the dating game. We have two contestants already. I'd like to get at least two more. Yeah. Um, he's, if a, we, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's, very he's talented, funny. Great dancer. He, he is. He's a Smells dancer. good. He's a good kisser. Yeah. Yeah. He's you know Mexican. All that. Yeah. You know he's a good swimmer. Yeah. Um, he's got swimmers because he has a daughter. Yep. Uh, but it's just a date. Oh, yeah. Winning yeah, yeah, a yeah, date. yeah. And it's paid for. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a paid for date. But uh, if we can get more people than... Uh, I, I think at the rate we're going right now, we yeah. should get about four... Um, if we can get more than that, I have something else planned. That, oh, it, nothing embarrassing like or anything. Like Hunger Games? No, oh. not like that. Just, just the 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 format changes oh, see, a little bit. Uh, but it should be a lot of fun. But if so, uh, message us on Facebook. Um, you have to be at least twenty-one. Well, at least let's, let's no, let's say twenty-one, please. At least twenty-one. He's a drinker. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, like. Well, he can I mean, buy drinks for anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and have uh, some sense of sanity. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, please be single. Part of the, part of the, yeah, part of the, um, the game is you cannot describe yourself physically or say your age. Yeah, and don't comment on our page. Send a private message. Yeah, that way because we don't want him to see. Yeah. Um, James, where can people find you? Hey, uh, my burlesque group has a show coming up December first. We're going to kick off the holidays. Of course, it's in cuties. dot com. There you go. Thank with me. Um, at the venue on Virginia Drive, and actually, we have a double that day because that morning at the Abbey, we are performing at an event called the Resting Brunch Face, which is a brunch event at the Abbey, and we're going to do pop up performances throughout that. 
So you can catch us two times on December 1st. Find out more information if you go online to coursesandcuties.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Totters, Snapchat, and Xbox Live, Doody Poo Poo. Um, oh, also, uh, my third book is on its second That's pass of the editor. Yeah. So I have two books out now, Inhuman. Is it Parker and Jesus? Yeah, Parker and Jesus. It's such a funny book. Um, and then... The one I'm working on now, Wally, will come out. Oh, anyway. that's going to kill me. It's actually depressing me. Yeah. Well, it's, I, th- it's, I really like you, the story. You're done with it, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm at the very end. Um, but, uh, Are you going out of town? Going out of town? I thought you were going out of town. Oh. Miami gig. No, I already did that. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, Inhuman is the first book, and Nightmare of Neverland, they're both out now. So go check those out on Amazon. Just look for me, Todd Farron, F-E-R-E-N. Um, that's it, yeah? Yeah. Well, see you guys week. next week. Bye. Bye.